Welcome to the Western Sports FC podcast. Uh, tonight I'm going to uh, do the second part of our interview with uh, Pete Smith and go into his life and times in football. Uh, just as a, a quick recap, we talked about in our first episode Pete's upbringing in, in London and his time at Dulwich Hamlet. Uh, 11 years spent there and also has moved to Croydon and played over 500 games in the Isthmian League. Uh, we'd also mentioned that he'd done his coaching badges by this time and uh, he'd one thing we didn't quite touch on was that um, you'd also represented London at intermediate level, Pete, and played for the civil service as well, which we didn't touch on. So let's start with that, shall we? Yeah. I played some representative games, and how was that for you? That was um, you got that when you when you played um, in the Eastman League. Players, you know, you, you just players knew you, and you were actually working for. Um, I was working for BT at the time, so I was in the communication, and and and, uh, that, and they just, just give you a name to the and say Pete Smith plays for so Dulwich, he, he can play for you know, pick a this not the got a name of it now, and you turn up and they're all these million players in there, you know. So you had a good side, and did you get to? I mean, where did you get to play? Did you have to travel around the country playing, or was it more local? No, you play teams like the RAF, uh, the, uh, um, uh, the Navy, the Army, the, those in that area. You was part of it because you were civil servants, and that was another sort of branch of civil service. Yeah, so you played in, and we were. We were a good side when we played in it. You know, we beat. All, we, I only played one year. And we beat all the other three sides, yeah. and they were good. Yeah, and yeah. when you spoke to them, they they were, you know, the navy lads. All they did was play football. The football. It's not a bad life. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so they weren't. You know, a, a rough side. And we, but we were all Lisbon League players in it. And it surprised me really. So that was a good experience for you, and then. So we just touched on in the in the first episode that uh, you moved to to Westlands for a sort of uh, sorry moved to Yeovil for uh, sort of family reasons and um, the fact that your brother was down here playing for Yeovil already. And, and when you came, you joined Western Sports. Uh, at the time, this is going back a while, but we were in the Western League at the time, and yeah. you got straight in as, as player manager. So that's <coughs> utilising the coaching badges we talked about earlier. And yeah. was that something that you, like I said, obviously you thought about it? You'd done the badges. Was that something you wanted at that time to be a manager as well? Um, I, I, I think so. I mean, I, I, had, I was, having, I had a couple of injuries back in them days, and I was like I did uh, cruciate league replacement. So that you know, I was out a few few weeks on with that on a couple of months I think and I, I you know and Western side then was made up of uh, ex Yeovil players there was about half, half a dozen seven I mean Paul played yeah. Kenny Thompson and people like that you know and, You'd all been playing at Yeovil, yeah. and, and I, I, you know, I said I'd play, but I couldn't play initially. So they said, "Well, why don't you manage the side?" Because you didn't, didn't yeah, take yeah. that much, because you know, <laughs> they, they all play together anyway, you know. Um, so I did that. It was the first year I, I came down here. I, I didn't really play until the end of the season. I was still getting over uh, some cartilage operations, you know. So, 
so sort of injury prevented you playing there. But it was a you spent a, a sort of a, a couple of years at Westlands before going on to Trinity FC in the Yoga League. That was a sort of more well, local side. The local Trinity were a local side we, we put together, and I went <coughs> I went back then coaching on them because my sons were, pl- were, were coming of that age and. Um, there were some lads from work who wouldn't play, and we just put a side together. And I thought, you know, at least I'm, I'm home, home with the, the boys, and so I was there for about. We moved up from the fourth division up to the first division, so I, was, I must have been there about four years, four seasons. And then when we got to you know Premier, the, the first t- division or Premier, whatever it was, the Twins went on to bigger and better things. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's before my time, and I don't, or I haven't, until I spoke to you in the past, I didn't really know of, of Trinity FC because it's not a team that obviously still exists at all. But, um, you know, you must have had a good side to start at the bottom and, and work your way up to top. And obviously, you know, Andy and Stu were in it, and you must have been other good players as well, I guess. Yeah. We, had, we did have a good, we were, we were a proper footballing side. You know, we had some. We had uh, some old players like myself. And Paul played. You know, we we were, <coughs> you know, we couldn't play at a high level. We couldn't, play, but we could play at that level because it was once a quick. You know, yeah. Um, we 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 approached the, the you know the whole seasons properly. The matches, you know, proper proper training. We I think we must have been one of the only sides that trained because. Well, yeah, that gives you an advantage as well, doesn't it, over everyone else? Yeah, and then we had, the, you know, we had the, the twins and uh, my boys, you know, and, and their friends of the footballers in there running around, and they were good, some good footballers in there. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's a, it's a, it must be. I mean, it, this can't have happened very often at all anywhere. But I mean, you're playing the side. You've got your two sons playing in the side. You've got your brother playing in the side. I mean, that's that's got to be pretty unique, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. And we we got on pretty. I think that's the only time they actually listened to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was, you know, I'd spend all day shouting them at home, you know, yeah, yeah. picking up the stuff from your bedroom, from on the bedroom floor. But football was different. They both were wanted to play and yeah. uh, happy to, to learn and to, yeah. to go on. And there were there were other players in the side. You know, there must have been oh, uh, six, seven, or eight. Players the same age as me, really older. So, you know, it was a. <clears throat> they were just getting, they were getting bombarded by the same sort of things you should be doing. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of, a lot of experience there for coming from a lot of other players. You know. But, I mean, experience helps a lot as well, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, people have got to learn from somewhere, haven't they? And yeah. you know, you like to think sort of young lads will, will take take on board what the older people are saying and use it as a, as a valuable learning tool really but unfortunately yeah, maybe get on, they? yeah. you know, the ones who are prepared to listen to the learners are the ones who go on and do things aren't they yeah, yeah they they had the same attitude as you know, they as me and me and, me and Paul you know my brother and they were they would I think they would have done better if they They'd have listened a bit more to me yeah. and, and Paul. They listened a bit more to Paul, you know. And uh, you know, he used to say to him, I and mean, Stuart. I mean, they were both good players, you know. Stuart ended up at Wembley with um, 
was it Tiverton? Tiverton, yeah. And you know, Andrew was a, was a, was a probably a, a better player, uh, you know, technically than Andrew. Um, and I and I remember Paul saying one day, you know what? He said, "You're you're two a bloody good players." He said, "But they won't do what me and you do." They didn't have. There was so much more for them to do in life, you know. Go off and yeah. do this and go. Off. Whereas when I when I was their age, you know, we were their age. All we had to do all was football. Just play football, yeah. Yeah, you, you didn't get, it wasn't much else to do really. Yeah. And so your commitment was there right from the start. Um, so after after sort of Trinity, you were there for sort of four or five years, and then came a, a move to a, one of a couple of stints at Chars, who again were Western League, and both player and manager again, Pete, sort of yeah. going straight back into it. And I mean, how did you find the the Chard slope? I <clears throat> I like that because I used to sort of I used to play whereas I, I was a centre half up in you know in the Eastman League. This was a lot. It was the league was a bit slower than yeah. that so I could go into midfield pick the ball up and just knock it I used to light the child down the slope knocking it into the corners for players to pick up and oh, no, yeah. Yeah. Um, is that yeah first thing we talk about now there's they've got a move haven't they now they've got to yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a bit sad but I think well I don't know the whole story but they, they've I think had notice for quite some time that they, they need to sort it out but it was but I was there they're, they're a good, good club, you know. They were. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a shame yeah. about it, really. But I mean, you know, the rules, the rules. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah they're. You know, they've got some uh, <clears throat> some good players. Colin Dunford and the chairman. No, they were. They, they, I've been. You know, I'd go. Go back there, get a phone call for them, and go back and they they were good for the game. Yeah, yeah good. That's what you need. You need football yeah. people in charge of places. Yeah. Don't you? I mean, so how was your time at charge? And was it? I mean, you obviously player manager. Did you have any success in there, or um, did you bring uh, Andy and Stu with you out to that, or was that uh, later on? I, I don't think we we won any trophies. So, uh, you know, we. Uh, I, we, I, we were fairly, you know, we were fairly successful. You know, we, you know, we, we were in the top, sort of top four yeah. most of the time, and, yeah. and playing. But you know, you lose that sort of desire sometimes. You just want to go. And, you understand about the game. Just yeah. play the game, don't you? You know. And I think you know we had ex Yeovil uh, uh, players there. You know, I remember Tom. I did remember, but I've just forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so ex sort of semi pro players have played yeah. for me at the time. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So I mean, then you're at sort of charge for a couple of years, and and then it looks like you know you possibly had a, a, a year or year or possibly two out of the game. Is that was that the end of your playing days at this point? Pretty sort of the time you. Sort of yes. Yes, yeah, so I think that was really that, that was. Just, I, I, I had a couple of my knees started to sort of give me some issues and you know, and uh, you know, I, in fact I you know I had a replacement knee once I had that that done that was gone but uh, it basically it was just um, 
having my I had both cartilages out when I was about playing at Dulwich at 20, 25 uh, um, and yeah I <coughs> it charge you know I, I liked it there it was really yeah, the, the backroom staff were, were really good yeah. Brian Beer uh, yeah. Brian Beer sorry yeah he was good chairman um, but it's a good little it's a good little club where it is yeah. good, oh, I, sorry using the word little there it's not quite true it's a good club you know it's a, it's a nice facility um, you know there's got a nice little clubhouse there as well yeah. which is what you like it's a food you've got beers and it, I mean obviously the only thing people ever really moan about ever child is, is the yeah. slope if we're honest about it and, and that's because I guess there's, I think something like that and you take Chard or Gillingham to a degree on their pitch they had up until this season playing on that every other week over a number of years you know how to play it better than anyone else doesn't yeah. you and it's a massive advantage I, th- I think yeah they were in, and it was a um, the team was basically you know made up of the local there's a lot of local lads played there and they were engineering from an engineering background where there was engineering companies out, out that way so they, it was a, and it was the crowd were quite you know, uh, reasonable you know yeah. for that, that sort of Sort of place there. A lot, a lot of you know the bar. You know, had the bar and everything else. It just it, it was almost reminding me of Dulwich days. It was <laughs> just the whole thing that was there. You know, the whole whole package. Yeah. yeah. And so after a, after a, obviously you stopped playing in a year or two out, you you go back to Chard, um, who are now in the Great Mills Division One as a coach under one of a couple of hookups you've had with Bob Russell. Mm. Um, I mean, how was how did that work and you know how was how was Bob as a manager Bob was really good a really good manager he, he's, he had he had natural um, control on people you know he he could he would talk to them in a you know in a loud frame but without losing yeah. you, you don't know he's he's really shouting you know? <laughs> but he's He's not, you know. He's like he's and he controls them. He was re- he's really good at that. Yeah, and, that you know, and he he's really uh, and he's also fair to the players, you know. And he he doesn't, you know, he doesn't just shout for the sake of it. He's like, you know, in a minute I'm gonna shout at you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but he Bob was he, he's. Got a, he had a, he's got a good, really, um, way he controls. He, he's, although he's, you know, his, his voice is, re, is sort of raised. He's, it's, there's a sense of humour in there, yeah. and it's really, and it, and the information he wants to get across to you comes across. Because yeah. yeah. they can't argue because they're just they're laughing. No, that's no, <laughs> right, and it's good. And um, being able to sort of control players and still be able to sort of tell them off if you like and keep yeah. them on side is a, is a yeah. key skill to a degree isn't it and, yeah. and Bob's done a lot of sort of scouting for sort of big clubs isn't yeah. he as well so I can't remember he work, and he works hard you know he's got if you if you, if you sit down with him and go through your sides or what, you, what the, ta- the game you're going to play he's done a load of background stuff to it you know so he's you know, you know this will inc- you know, incidents that might Causes problems. Yeah. He's already they're already he's already thought about this, you know. Would, and you discuss how you're going to overcome it. You know, he's, 
He's thorough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, very. Th- I mean, that's very thorough for someone that yeah. I mean, sort of that level of, still that standard of football, I guess, which is really good. I mean, as a fo- footballer, Bob was. I wouldn't say he was delicate at all. No, no, I can't imagine him being <laughs> delicate. <laughs> um, but he, he's not the sort of person you'd pick an argument against because he's, you know, I've never seen him lose his temper. No. Never at all. You know, um, you know he, he, he's just uh, he's got a lot of self-control and, you know, and it just comes across as a player players and you, you didn't get many players arguing with him at no. all you know. he's a big lad as well when he that helps <laughs> um, so then after a couple of years of that sort of a bit of a change of direction for you Pete you sort of qualified as a as an FA qualified physio yeah. uh, so what so what led to you going down that route and taking the qualifications yeah. well I think really it was because I, I, I spent a lot of time on physios this, you know, towards the end of my career, and even at Dulwich, you know, I, I had a couple of operations on my knees and shoulder, and, uh, just generally, you know, yeah, <laughs> things that football yeah. injuries, yeah, and and I, I think in that in that period, in my, you know, playing, I when I went went to these others' clubs, they just didn't have any. Anything, you know, we're like, you know, uh, what's up with you? It's hurting me. Yeah, I have one of these tablets, paracetamol, that'll do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and playing people if they, they shouldn't be playing them, you know, they, they're, you know, they're, you're not, you know, if you just rest them a couple of weeks, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. Yeah. But if you just keep playing them, you'll lose them, you know. I mean, things you... like that. So, and I, you know, um, I'd already taken. I took, I took the coaching badge when I was in, up in, in London, and and this was just a follow-on for me because it was, it, that was sort of parts of that were in it because you had physios there looking after you, you know. Um, I, I just thought I, I can I think I can do that now, you know. What I mean, and I understand, you know, the process about um, you know, you, as I said, you you. You know, you, you, what you, what players are really, especially good players, you want to keep them there, but you want, you've got to be in control of them about their, you know, if they're, they've got injuries. Yeah, it's you like, their fitness uh, and you need them to keep playing, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's even like, you know, um, when, I, when I was physio at Yeovil for a couple of seasons, you know, and I, you know, and I used to I come there and they players, and I remember when someone said about, what, what's Pete like, you know, and, he said, oh, he's really good. I said, if you get a blister, you, you, you won't feel it. He said, he's really... And I haven't been a player, you know. I've been in, in sides where you get a blister and you think, and sort of, oh, get on with it. Yeah. You know, and they don't understand. That, that thing can stop you playing. <laughs> you know, and I, and I used to sort of strap them and put pads in and get them. I said, go on, they go, oh, brilliant, Pete. I didn't feel that. And it's just a little blister, and it's because I was a player. Yeah, and you know the impact it yeah. has. Yeah, so, so moving on then, so you did for, for a couple of years, you, you obviously after you qualified as this, you got a job with um, Yeovil Town, who were in the, the conference at the time, or the, the National League as it is now. And, um, I mean, I, I mean, how was it working? How was being a physio for the sort of a semi-professional club? I mean, how, how is it? 
That was real. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. That was good because it, it was like, <clears throat> I, was, I was explained, I was I actually felt part of the team, you know, and I knew, you know, and every, every, you know, after a while, a few weeks, they all come. You, you, it's like football, any football match you plan, you know, these players want to be, they want to be nursed and know, because, you know, little things like, say, blisters yeah, hurt. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you know other things about yeah, you know they you, you'll find that some players have always got something's aching you know and you and you you know, you, took, you, you know I've got it's a proper doctor at the club that I can talk to and you know and they say oh, no, you, some players just play on these things because they're you know a bit nervous and, yeah. you, know, you, know, and, and you know being a player is you know, I, I've been when I was playing. I've been some. Go oh, get out your get on there, you big puff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you can't. You, you, it just doesn't work. Like you know, just a little bit of, little bit of uh, loving care. You know, yeah. I mean, I can speak from experience because I mean, when in my time at Westlands, I know I've had. I went through a spell where I was just like turning an ankle every week and my foot would be black and swollen and all the rest of it but you strapped it up for me every week you know at the time and it was like oh so this feels a bit better or different so and you know and it kept me playing so there's definitely just something in it and so you were there for a couple of years and you sort of had I picked up the FA Cup while I was there Oh, that's because they brought it around to you, wasn't it? And showed it around. Because yeah. well, I did the same. <laughs> no, I actually picked you up. And yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah. Got a picture of it. <laughs> um, but you worked under managers uh, Con Lippiard, Steve Thompson and David Webb. Um, certainly a couple of them have got sort of league experience. I mean, was there a, was there a marked difference in their coaching or management styles and methods? Uh, uh, um. David Webb, he he wanted me to stay on. I, I was under Colin really, um, when David came. He said he, you know, he wanted me to go full time, but I was working part time. So, and I wasn't doing it for money, but I was getting paid. At, you know, yeah. and I just I thought I did think about it. I thought if I just chuck the job in, but knowing how you know how football works, yeah. yeah. So I thought. I, I said to him, I, I can't do it. I can. Get, I'll be there every game. I'll be there every trip, like yeah. I was with Colin. You know, I said, but I can't give you full full time. You know. um, and it, the, but the, the two of them were completely different. Yeah. But yeah. Colin was a. Uh, he had loads of loads of experience and with players. He understood players. He coached them and caressed them and. You know, he got good players in, yeah. and you know, he was just—he—he he was a good manager, really good. You know, Webby was like—he was—he was okay, but he was—they're like commodities. He would buy, yeah. he'd get a player in, he goes, um, he, and we were talking about. It, he said, well, "I said, what's he like?" He said, "It's good. It only cost me uh, two hundred grand, you know, or something, yeah. like twenty grand, twenty." So the value for money matters. Yeah, <laughs> it was all money, and so I said, "What about Sancho?" Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think I lost about forty quid on him, you know. And it, that was the way they were. They were buying players, and he's come for the professional game, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he actually, I played against him when he played for Chelsea. I, I nearly said that earlier. Actually, yeah. But I, he, he trod on my foot. And, um, <laughs> I learned a little trick there. Yeah. Corner coming, and I'm a centre half. He's a centre half, and the other, you know, over there. And as I, as I, I was, he was marking me. He just, he just looked down, just trod on my foot. 
and jumped and I, I couldn't jump. No, you stuck on the ground. <laughs> He's bigger than me anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. so, Big difference in styles. Yeah. Anyway, so obviously, because you couldn't go um, full-time, you sort of uh, left Jovel. He left him, yeah. yeah. And um, at that point, you came back to, to Western Sports uh, in the Dorset combination at the time, although obviously yeah. now it's a Dorset Premier. Uh, as a as a coach coach slash physio with with Pete Watts manager at the time and um, I mean I can say I, I mean I remember you coming in particularly because all of a sudden the, like the training sessions got a hell of a lot harder <laughs> um, but I have to say in the end it's something that although we not me so much but although some of the lads moaned about it it's something we all appreciated come game day or yeah. or the season really yeah you've got a, you, you, uh, training is is just key to the success really you've yeah. got you know, as a side, you've got to. If you don't feel you train, you've trained hard. You've got you. You know, when you get on the pitch, you're going to be. You know, things start to go bad. You've got nothing to fall back on, have you? No. You know, whereas, whereas if you're fit and you, you know, you've trained hard and like that on a pitch, so it's you know, hold on a minute, we've done this. We know, you know, I'll run for 45 minutes every night for Pete Smith. I can do this here. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And it, it it does matter, doesn't it? It is, it is a mind mind over matter thing. It is, and I remember some of those seasons. We either, you know, we either held on to a point because we had the the, the stamina or the fitness to do so, or we we nicked a point because, or we nicked three points. Or we held, you know, because of those things, because of the work we were doing. And it was a bit of a it was a bit of a change at the time. And but it was it was very. Well, I felt certainly very worth it. And I remember talking to you know some some of the other players who. Were less keen on doing it than the Matty Turners of the world, but they they could still appreciate the impact that it had. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm getting towards the end of my career now, and I've been some, you know, some big in some clubs and you know, proper professionals and stuff like that that tangled with them and and, cut them and been in training sessions with them, and they, you know, take it from me, they work hard. Yeah. These players and these good players, they work their fit. And they're strong, and, they're, and it gives you confidence. You know, you know you can do that. What, what you're being asked to do. You know, you know if, that, if you're chasing someone or someone runs off with the ball and you're like, I can catch him. And you, you do. You know, you don't just stop banging the floor and yeah. yeah and it's good to bring those more professional aspects into a sort of an hour to team because like you say it gives you the confidence and belief that you can you can do things and, and, and so while you were there under Pete we got to I think we probably got to two three four senior cup finals yeah. uh, no three maybe we certainly two we certainly won one lost one I remember that two consecutive years down at uh, Poulton Rovers I mean, I guess that's sort of, sort of the highlight is winning the Somerset Senior Cup, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. You know, good level of cups, and we we won we we won one of the cups well, didn't we? Really, yeah. you know, it was, out, it was like outstanding. You know, and, and it, you know, you look back on on, on these days, and you, most but I don't. You know, my look and players is most of them. Don't understand why how they won that. No. You know. But you do get in the side, you get three or four players that are just a little bit more switched on. Yeah. You, you know, it's a, it, it, it a, it's a, it's like any sport, isn't it? It's a, you know, it's a, yeah. you'll be bright and you, know, you, 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 you think so. Yeah. I mean, you do also get the occasional player who's a bit instinctive, but and doesn't really understand it. But he's still quite 
good at what they do, you know. I, I've played with some good players in my time, you know, like, like that. They're, you're right, they're instinctive and they're, they're good players. You think, Christ, you know, strong. Yeah. And you're, but If you had a brain about you. Yeah, but they don't, they don't go on. They, no. go, they go up to another club and then they're back down, you know, because it, it, it's, they're limited. Into, you know, yeah. man, you've, got to, you've got to be bright, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd like to think so, but... <laughs> And then um, eventually, I guess, uh, um, uh, when Pete moved on from Westlands, um, Stu, you know, your, one of your sons came in and took over, and you stayed on helping him coach for a while. I mean, how how did that dynamic work for for you? Was that was it difficult? Was it easy? Was it uh, lots of arguments? That was when Bob. Bob was there. Or who, no, Bob was the manager, was Stu. When Stu took over. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. That was Bob was uh, Bob managed him when they first when he first came in, didn't he? Yeah. For a little while. Um, yeah, Stu. He's. I, I don't know. It just followed really. It was you know by that time I was older again. You know I was still a bit older, and uh, I, we, we had some some. Uh, t- Sort of frick eyes with some some of the players that didn't quite <laughs> didn't quite agree on no and uh, I'm looking at one and now and I can't say his name it's probably best you don't mention his name no. I don't know <laughs> but basically he he didn't want to train he didn't want to do what you know um, and I, you know and, when you've got your team in front of you and you're setting up something and this player just doesn't want to do it for no reason yeah. that was fucking rubbish or something like that rubbish that's okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know um, I you know um, I just said to him might as well go and get changed and he said to me something like does the chairman know this and I goes no but he will and the chairman backed me up solid. He was good chairman. That was obviously the previous chairman. <laughs> yeah. Um, you get that, you know. Being experienced, you don't. You just don't let it phase you out. You just like, you know, he's giving me no. He's giving me no sort of choice, really. Quite right. But People. Stuart was. Stuart. Was like uh, Sir and Angel were good players, you know. Stuart's much more was more um, determined. I say determination. He was a great. He, I'd say aggressive. He was aggressive at times, but he had that. He still is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> determination, you know, you know, to do things. Whereas uh, Andrew was more a ball player. You know, give me yeah. the ball, I'll, I'll score a goal for you. And he did several yeah. times. You know. I mean, I was I was going to come on to Stu and Andy later on. I mean, yeah. you know, but as you, as you raise it, let's bring it up now. Really, I mean, they're certainly two of our um, most notable players over the certainly this this century, if you like, call it. And um, you know, they're the, you know, the, in terms of what they've achieved on the pitch, the, the ability that they had, um, you know, what they brought to us as a club. You know, Stu's dedication for us both as a player and as two spells as manager has been, been fantastic for us and I guess it's sort of a, a source of pride somewhere that they've done so well in football as well yeah it's really really uh, you know it, uh, you're right you, you forget this you forget you know 
You forget that you're late. You're late. Yeah. Sure, you don't just think of as, but uh, you know, when at the end of the end of the match, when someone's holding their cup up, you then look across and you just you do feel yeah. really proud. Good moments, you know. Yeah. And they're obviously both both part of the side uh, yeah. for, for us, you know. In, in our as a club, Westerns, our most historic season ever, winning the treble. They were uh, both part of that. Yeah. Both part of that side, and like I say, Stu as a manager is also a play manager. Got on to win the the senior trophy for us again. So um, you know they're, they're both steeped in Western's history, if you like, yeah. which is which is great for us as a club. So yeah, yeah, I I, 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 t- I do tend to forget things like that. You know, you, you, you when you when you you know I'm sort of cut, come back into the side and do, you know, do a bit of coaching in the, in the last few seasons or so. Um, and you, you forget, and you become a little bit, becomes a little selfish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you're right. You do this. You know, I, I, they are. You know, uh, I think at times they could, they, they could have done better because could have. Uh, 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 but the, You could, you know, I, I can't say what I'm saying. But yeah, you can say it, it's right. <laughs> yeah, but the, I, you know, basically, the big, you know, the both of them were they worked hard at their game. Yeah. It just wasn't, you know, in the fa- in a family way. It wasn't, you know, uh, something that is, is in their genes. They, they really, you know, I'd never had any trouble getting the foot matches. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Cleaning their boots sometimes. That's <laughs> the same as any sons. They know the parents will do it; they'll leave it. You know? no, yeah. But I mean, they like I say they both worked hard to to, yeah. to play at a good level. And um, I mean, Stu um, obviously got to Wembley with Tiverton, so I mean, he was playing at a, a good level and yeah. got some vast finals. I, yeah, I mean, I got a, a third shot, Dave, who's uh, he's still in the game. He's still he's coaching. He's a coach. He coaches youngsters. He coaches low. You know, and he lives. He's in Canada. He's, you know, he's kept. He's kept going, and he's just, he's a bit like me, really. But can't say this. He won't be listening to this, really. No, very <laughs> unlikely. He's put, he's not as good as he's, you know. Yeah. He was a good player, though. You know, a skillful player, there, but not he. You know, the tenacity or the, ain't you know the. To, you know, to, he, I'm going to win this yeah. this ball, and he. And he, you know. Yeah, and I mean that's and that's where, like for us, I mean you touched on it early, sort of saying Andy was more skillful, but he possibly lacked Stu's determination and drive to be yeah. to be better, I guess. Yeah. yeah, but football's made up of you know, it's a team game, isn't it? It's made up of players. That, you know, you you have got a mixture of players here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And as a coach, you you know you, you've got to get the best out of everyone. Yeah. Yeah, you play them. You don't put players in a position where they're going to get a ball and they got uh, and they're going to score if they they can't get the ball properly. They haven't got the confidence. Really. You know, it's something you train and you coach for them. You know, well sometimes you just get the natural players and they do it. Yeah, and although Andy's obviously had a few injury problems and he's he's not played yeah. for a good number of years now um, no. due to his he's knee. Had, he's still had a problem with his knee. Yeah. He can't get his knees sorted out, but 
it's probably not gonna, it's not going to change now I don't think but I mean Stu's still going even if it's you know, playing for the Wagtail with the likes of Carl Mitchell another ex-notable player I guess for us and, and still enjoying his football even well even now yeah. I mean I haven't been to see it but I, I mean have you have you seen him play for that or not seen that oh yeah sorry with the, with the, yeah. With the Wagtail yeah, yeah Wagtail, Wagtail yeah but yeah, I've watched a couple of games. Uh, um, <coughs> well, three or four play games, and I, it, I, I, I shudder sometimes when you, you know, because you play. It's not so much the football's. It's rough, pretty rough at times, yeah. you know. Um, but he gen, Jimmy tends to look after himself, you know, um, and and he knows, you know, he knows this is. It's a different game you're in. Yeah. You know, players, where players are like, uh, there's a lot of aggression there in those games, you know. And at times, it it just it does worry me a little bit. But it reminds me also of the t- the, the days when I was growing up, you know, living, working in you know, up at London, yeah. living at Catford, playing for Catford United, um, playing, you know, Greenwich. Uh, teams and teams like that it used to be pretty rough yeah, yeah. yeah. you know so you, you get that, that, that you're brought up but now you know they're I don't know you you just keep, you do still keep your fingers crossed that he yeah, can yeah. come through because he's a working man now isn't he? he's not the, we've all got a livelihood yeah, so. uh, you've, had, you've had your football you can still you know uh, he's got enough experience to keep, sort of keep out of trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't pick the ball up now near the box and triple. <laughs> no, no, not as much as he used to. Uh, so come back to you. You spent sort of twelve or thirteen years with was Weston's sort of management staff, if you like. And um, I mean, after that, you sort of retired to the the tea room for a little bit for us. You know, again, still yeah. still serving the club to be honest. And yeah. you know, it's, it's it's a role that we have to fill, and it's someone we need to do. And you know, you've been doing that with with and without Linda at times, yeah. off and on over the last few years. And yeah. it's a different point of view of the game, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's actually quite good, really, for any. Fo- I would recommend it for any footballer to get the tea room because everyone wants to talk to you. Yeah, you, you know, you see, like, you go out and say, so and so, and you. You know, and I, I take care when when we're you know, you, you know they're away side. They come, you know, the blokes come up at the desk and they want a cup of tea, and I go, you know, and I talk football. Yeah. And it, it just, you know, as you, as as you know, and I, I like your little player, you know, inside forward. He's a good player. I mean, they start talking about it, and yeah. it comes out over a cup of tea. Yeah. And I, I really like it. Really. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm not getting any argument because, you know. I find sometimes, you know, when I'm talking to players in our in our team, you know, games changed a bit, and I say to them, you know, yeah, but surely you don't do things. Why? Why did you? Why did you play the ball there? Why don't you do it there? And um, you know, um, some players get quite ratty about it. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to upset them before during a game or uh, you know before a game or after a game. Um, and I re- realised the game has changed, you know. And so I think, you know, being in the tea club now, it, I, I go and watch a game. I can be useful, and I, you know, I can, instead of talking to the players and and the go at them, 
I can talk to the, 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 the yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't it's know what. Good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you think, but you mentioned earlier about um, sort of Dulwich Hamlet being a sort of feeling like a, a family club, and I, yeah. I sort of feel, or I feel that about yeah. about Westerns. I mean, I don't know whether you get the same impression where everyone's friendly and gets on and supporters and you know everyone's sort of together. I guess. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of football clubs like this, you know, in the, in the game you, you, you find, and maybe I'm sort of like they're a magnet to me, but I do, yeah, I feel it, it is a it is a family club. You get, you know, you'll get players. It's one of the clubs, you know, in local football, you get you get sort of players coming there watching game, you know, old players yeah. coming. You don't see that much in, in other teams, you know, you... You know, they they pop up and especially you know down down on the side of the pitch you know when the games kick it off and and I, I think it's probably I don't know I, whether I I without knowing I sort of attracts me but I, I do end up there and it's good yeah. you know yeah it's good it's yeah. And we're all happy to go and have a beer after it's yeah. always else isn't it yeah. so uh, so from your time at Westerns and I mean you've been involved for well getting on for if not sort of 20 years as a either coach tea room you know management physio yeah well yeah I know it feels like a life sentence doesn't it but you're still here you're still here by choice (laughs) so it's okay I mean are there any um, players who stood out particularly or you sort of feel worthy of of note or who who, who took your eye at any given point in Westerns yeah Actually, I say 20 years involvement. I'm talking 20 years in your most recent time, and when you go back to when you came down as player manager, we're talking sort of 40 years. But a lot of players, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of players. So, yeah. Yeah, um, one one of the players I talked about the other week. Did yeah. I met him? Yeah. Mike uh, Turner. Matt Turner. Yeah. yeah. Matty Turner. Yeah. Matty Turner was a good player. Yeah, he was very good. Apart from, you know, he's been. Uh, 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 he, was a ta- he won the ball most of the time. He was, a, yeah. you know, he was a fierce tackler of the ball. He was also good on the ball. You know, he was a player that I mean, when I was, was involved in the selection, I moved him into midfield. Yeah, yeah, uh, I remember that. Actually. And, and because he could, he could, t- his control of the ball was yeah. really good. He, he was an outstanding player. Yeah. He's, he's one. Um, Phil Wells, he was <laughs> steady. <laughs> Still is. <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're a lot like me as a player. Um, you know, you, you I, I was like you're steady. You do the right, you do the right things all the time, most of the time. Yeah. You know, um, you. You know, and you're reliable. You, you know, not only to do that, you, you always turn up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that helps. <laughs> uh, it does help. You know, most, most good sides you play in, most of the players in there, you know, three quarters of the players in the side, like, I like that. Yeah. They there. They play. Know they. They know what they're doing. They know, know the what job. they've been asked to do. And then, and then you get one or two players that are like you know, outstanding. You know, that makes you. That makes you a good side. Doesn't it? Yeah, we've, we've had some good players over that time. I mean, I sort of think, of, I mean, obviously Matty Turner's definitely one of them, but I'm like Dean Vincent, definitely, and I mean, yeah. Carl Mitchell and Sammy Farthing and the, the work they put in and, and people like that. And, you know, we've had some good strikers as well. So. Yeah, was an outstanding player, Mitchell. Yeah. Hey. 
Yeah. He's different gravy with the amount he could drink and smoke and still be the best player on the pitch. No. <laughs> and, you know, people might say he was aggressive and, you know, he, he, you know his background was, he was someone you wouldn't pick up for. But <laughs> you, you never see, uh, he's, a, he's got so much self control yeah. as a player, you know. He was a good boy, and he, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't wind him up at all, and because he would, he just wouldn't buy it. You know, he, his football was, he was, a, you know, as a midfield player, you know, yeah, fantastic. Just played the easy balls and scored goals, yeah, always scored. popping up in the box and scoring yeah. goals, Always, he had a little half smile on his face. You know, <laughs> yeah. All the yeah, and he was a great lad to have about. <laughs> yeah, so that was really good. And so last season, Pete, you um, so uh, Bob Russell, who you, uh, was a coach for under at, at Chard in the early nineties, um, he got appointed to be the Dorset Premier League league representative manager, and he asked you to to go along as his assistant, and you've had a pretty successful year. Uh, yeah, we we haven't didn't play many games, but um, Bob's he's, he's good. He's really positive on you know he's and um, I I think I, I'm I'm not I don't struggle with it because I'll just keep quiet. But it's it's nice because the games you know I can see having that little break and going back into a game now and coaching. It's changed, you know. Whereas you used to be concentrated on players, you know, the ability and you know, and fitting into a side and stuff like that. Now it's this is the way your team plays. You know, you pick the ball up here, it goes out, you know, out to your right back. Oh, your yeah, your right back. Yeah. He plays it into some, the midfield player and he hits it straight down the middle where the centre four picks it up yeah. and scores so everyone knows their job it's like yeah. so you know that if the right back gets the ball you've got to be ready to receive it yeah. and and the winger knows that when the right back's got the ball he's going into midfield and he's got to make his run ready to get the ball and the centre so it's all everyone knows yeah. their roles don't it's they actually, yeah. I mean it, <clears throat> it never used to be like that it was a question of you know you're, you're we're playing four across the middle you, you, you've got to talk to each other and and defend this area. This is more about where the ball goes. Yeah. You know, and it goes go and it goes quickly and you see it and you see the other side struggle. You know, and you think and they don't you know, they don't score a lot of goals but they they do score. Yeah. You know, and they they just do it the same thing again and you think the other side sure they work this one out but it's so quick. It just happens, yeah. And you then you watching football on television and you look at it and you think that's what they're doing. The same, you know. But they got they got one or two players in there. Generally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, it's been a, it's been a good good year from that. I mean, dealing with players from around the, the Dorset Premier League as well, which is which has been good. And although I think this year has been a non-competitive season, the, the National Cup starts next season, which is a two-year yeah, thing. So, sure, yeah. so hopefully, well, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it does. So, I mean, it's I mean, it's, I guess it, it's it's sort of like. It's the mini version of being an international manager, isn't it, to a degree? Yeah. I mean, is it? Is it? It's, you don't get a lot of time with the players. You have a little training session. Is it easy to knit the players from different sides together who are used to playing different ways and and against each other? The, the, co- the coaching, yeah, we don't. You don't get problem and I don't get involved in coaching. You know, it's more about sides and more about the being there on the match days. You know, um, I can't think of the coach's name. Came from Yeovil. 
Uh, um, oh. Dave Dean Court, something Court. Yeah. Dave Dave Court. Yeah, Dave Court. Um, he's very, you know, he's very good. He just gets out there and does. This is what we're going to do. It tells them this is what we'll do and does it just there and then and in, and you're in it within five ten minutes you know you know I remember days when we used to coach we'd be walking we'd standing around cold <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the worst thing as a player it's just yeah. around cold and, yeah. and uh, he's very you know and not only, uh, and I you know and it's interesting I watch it I think you can see exactly how it's going to work and yeah. it works yeah you know. Um, but you know, I, I'm not there for coaching. I'm there for just to uh, help Bob and yeah. yeah. And it, it's good because you, the dressing room's still the same as you it yeah. was in your. You know, you 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 know, you look round and players are doing their boots and stuff and that and getting you know. And Bob said, "You got anything to say, Pete?" And you you know, and. Yeah, I know now, you know, what you know, what I, if I was one of them players what I'd want, you know, I said, you know, yeah, know, you look good in the you know, these warm ups here and we've done the, you know, and all these things we've done. We've done this, you know what you've got to do. It's straightforward, isn't it? You could you're good enough, you're quick, and you just build them up, don't you? And then yeah. out you go. Um, it's good and you're you're a part of it. Yeah. It's yeah. a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's good to be involved. So um, away from sort of uh, your your career, I guess, in, in local football. But I mean, you've been an Arsenal supporter all your life, and you, I guess things have changed lately. I mean, how how are you finding the new regime, and is it is it moving forward? Or I'm still an Arsenal supporter. Um, I find it difficult though to you know to, to concentrate on on the, the players nowadays because I can't remember the. the Flipping names, you know, and and I don't think it's a good thing that you know an an English side have got one English player. I I just, I think, not you know from not from the footballing side side of it, you know, because play you know people when you talk to fellow supporters, they want to go and watch an English club play, you know, basically an English club, you know, but. I, uh, you know, some, uh, it's nice to see good foreign players in there. They're good now. I'm not, I don't, you know, but I just find it difficult to try. And it, it's because really I'm older, and I can't, for life me, I cannot re- honestly cannot remember the names. You know? it- so when I'm talking to someone <laughs> about it, I can't say to them, you know, like uh, Con- uh, what's the name? When he's, you know, when he picks a ball, he. He's great. You watch yeah. him. He's got he's got great vision, and he, you know, who's that? Who are you talking about? <laughs> is it is it just uh, the English talent is there and they don't get the opportunity because we give if if a club buys somebody at nineteen, they're happy to chuck them in. But yeah. and someone they've developed themselves at nineteen, they're still not. They need. It's almost like they need to prove it. Yeah. Certainly, the top clubs, you know, the top six, they need to see this youngster do it in the Premier League for someone else. Before yeah. they take the risk, it's a bit like the whole, you know, Virgil Van Dijk at Celtic. Everyone knew he was a good player, but yeah. none of the top sides wanted to buy him. They'd rather let Southampton pay thirty million for him, yeah. give him two years, go, yeah, actually, he is really good, and we're happy to pay seventy-five million now because we've got the money. Yeah. You know, is is it that we're just we're not trusting enough? I, I think I don't know. I think there's a period in in in, in the game is when. Um, 
coaching abroad by foreign teams was much better than what yeah. go England. You know, and these these players were coming out of Europe. Loads yeah. of them, weren't they? They were, they were really good players, weren't they? Yeah. And you know, and you, a lot of clubs are forced to buy them really because the, the players that are coming up through their club, through their coaching. You know, yeah, but is it, is it they're not coached? Well, you take, I mean, there's, there's examples of. You take Marcus Rashford, he was chucked in really because United were yeah. had just had loads of injuries and look how well he, but the only reason he got chucked in was because of injuries yeah. and look how well he's done. Um, you know, Man City weren't playing Jaden Sancho, he's gone to Borussia Dortmund and just, just played a whole season the team who finished second in the Bundesliga, got loads of assists, a couple of goals, he's now playing for England at 17. There's Phil Foden, when he plays for Man City at 18, he's still looking like a good talent. Is it because we're just scared... Are clubs scared to put them in? They they rely on that. They want a proven somebody rather than they're prepared to trust in what they're doing. I, I don't know really. I, I I feel you know there must be some reason because it's so pronounced, isn't it, that yeah. these players are not coming not through. No, yeah. and I, and I you know I just wonder if it's our coaching system that's not up to it and not not producing the right sort of players. You know. Um, it's just, it's just crazy. I don't know. I just, you know, you look at Arsenal's team now. I mean, the manager is now. I, 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 I Wenger. I like Wenger. Wenger's done really well for Arsenal, but he's just got a bit too old, yeah. and you know, like we all do, and that. Uh, but I thought this new bloke, you know, the game, the, the they start, they're playing differently. You know, they're playing a bit more, get the ball down. Pass it, get there, get it to your players and score a goal, go. You know, and, and they. <coughs> I, I, I don't know, really. It's like you go back to the early Arsenal days when Wenger first came. You talk about Wenger. But, um, you, you know, he had a side really built. He had English players at the back, yeah. he, he had foreign players in the middle, yeah. and you know, he had players mixed, a mixture up front, yeah. And it was, you know, it, it was his solid defence that really gave him the base. Yeah. He didn't have to do that much there, really. but he obviously recognised that they were, you know, they had a good side yeah. there. Now he's got players, you know, or not now, but when he left, he's got players that fall, you know, full backs that are brilliant going forward, but they can't defend like <laughs> his other defenders do. Yeah. And so what's, one wrong then. You, yeah. can't, you can't have defenders you can't defend in any team and get away with it, can you? No. No, I, I still feel you've got, to have a, you've got to have a solid base to work from, haven't you? Yeah. You know, because you, you're playing teams that exactly, are doing the same as you. Yeah, haven't you? yeah absolutely, yeah. You know, and, you know you just, and you, these, these players have got to be coached, haven't they? When you're def as a defender, as opposed to... You, you've got to be different mentality. A defender, yeah. someone, they're not going to score. You know, I remember when I, you know, I played in a good side, and uh, it was a dully side. We had a couple of defenders there. I was one, and what was it? And called Kenny Baker was another. And as the ball crossed our line, we were going, we we're both kicking their player. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to stop it. Yeah. You know, because you don't nice. want to let them no. score goals. But they don't seem to care, players nowadays, about scoring, do they? Yeah. They go, look, they look around and point the finger. What were you doing? You know. 
Yeah, and we see that even in Arkansas. Like, if, I mean, I've, I can't remember how many years, but we were four 0 up, and someone scored against us in the last minute. So like we four one, and yeah. you know everyone's happy after. And I'm furious because yeah, it's like yeah. I want to clean. You know, yeah. I want to clean shit out. No, you don't want to go in. No. And, and that's part and of your mentality as well, isn't it? Yeah, and it gives you that. And it's like the, it's, the goalkeepers the same, aren't they? They, you know, they. It's important that they uh, communicate with. Yeah, and, and feel part of yeah. it. You know. they're, they're, yeah, I mean, particularly that's sort of the way Pep plays, isn't it? He's an out. The goalkeeper's an outfield player now, isn't he? Yeah. To a degree, yeah. he's part of that. You're an eleven man, eleven footballers on a team, yeah. not not ten and a goalkeeper. It's, it's sort of changed. No, well, it's I don't know. I mean, you, you get some you know, some uh, foreign players in. I mean, they're outstanding players. Yeah. Not, you know, no, you can't argue that, with them, <laughs> but. You've got, you've got, you've got, it's a team game, isn't it? And you've got to have a mixture of these. It's going to defend, yeah. stop the clubs playing, you know, scoring against you. You can't be good at one end or the other. It's no. got to be a combination of yeah. both that maximises yeah. everything. Isn't it? So. Okay, Pete, so final question. Um, you've obviously been in football a long time. Um, you've had a great career as a player and manager and coach and, and everything else along the way. And... You've seen England win the World Cup in 1966. Um, you've seen um, so Pele play and, you know, George Best play and whoever else has been Maradona in the 80s or um, Cruyff and Messi and Ronaldo now. I mean, who, who, sta- who stands out as the, as the best player you've seen? Or can you think that? Or is it, I, mean, yeah. I mean, obviously it's so hard to no, compare across generations, but, I mean, yeah. who's, who's one who just really stands out? I also was... Pele. I was at the uh, 66 right semi final. Yeah. Uh, That must have been pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah, He's, you know, you you just see him. He's so confident. You know, he's he's just, you know, it's a flowing game with him. He's just, you know, he's strong. Kick it, yeah, people kicking him. Didn't matter. No. But there are some, yeah, Messi's a good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the other one, you know. Ronaldo's not bad yeah, either. No, Ronaldo's good. You know, they've got different temperaments. Yeah. Yeah. Both, different players, but they've got, both yeah. got something about them. Both, they, yeah. And I think <laughs> it's better just to enjoy them both rather than argue about who's better, probably. But there we go. Okay, thank you ever so much to Pete Smith for his time uh, this evening. I hope you've all found that entertaining, educational and informative, as the BBC would say. By the time you listen to this, pre-season training will have started and it will be taking place at Alvington every Tuesday and Thursday. Please come on down if you think you've got what it takes to play for either of our sides. We are still in need of a reserve team manager, so if you have the right qualifications and you think that you have what it takes to manage a men's senior football side, then please get in touch with us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and all other good podcast providers. Please subscribe and rate us if you can. Obviously, I'd like to thank Pete for his time over our, our two sessions and say for the rest of you, Enjoy what's left of your pre-season because we're nearly ready to go again. See you soon. Thank you.